mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Jeff Kitty, Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, and Larry Younger answering phones. We have some lines that are open, 303-477-5600. Dan and Monument, back to you on new vehicle purchase. So uh, recapping for everybody that maybe didn't listen to that last little bit there at the end of the hour. Dan, you're trying to buy a Yukon Denali, struggling. You find one even out of state. It'll have a price. They want an X amount of money over the sticker price. And then when they find out you're from out of state, it's a no-go, and they won't even sell it to you. Am I right so far? Yep, correct. So where are you at with things at this point? Nowhere. Okay. Yeah. Everything is dead in the water. Because the ordering the vehicle... You're gonna, you know, you want certain options. Right. You drop eighty thousand dollars on a vehicle and it shows up missing five options, and it's take it or leave it. Yeah, so and the- that's kind of the way they're doing. It. I mean, we, we, I mean, I, as a fleet operator myself, I mean, we buy some trucks throughout the year and so on, and I've got a little bit of an edge. Jeff and I were just talking about that. Probably have a little bit of an edge on. On some of that, and I will tell you, if you email me after the show, I'll give you my contact, my fleet contact that can probably help you with some of this and at least get you a straight answer on what you can do and when and how and what options and all of that. And at least you know what they're telling you is a straight scoop because I'll give you my fleet guy that that does all of that. So if you send me an email, I'll send you who to talk to that's in that world that can get you either a Chevy or a GMC as well. Um, I will tell you, we, we bought for one of my sons a... Um, a uh, Denali, very similar to what you had. Got pretty much every option except for the DVD players they didn't offer. That's it. Hmm. Everything else we got. Yeah. Did, how long ago was this? Oh, we took delivery of that first part of the summer or so. Yeah, okay. So, Is, you know, in, in the midst of all of what wait? we're talking about, and it hasn't really changed in the past year, Dan. It's been that way for a year plus now. Yeah. Okay, and you waited what about three months? No, that one we waited longer than that, probably yeah, six. Yeah. Six, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, my TRX that I just got that I, I was at one of the car shows we had here recently. I ordered that the first of March and got it the middle of August or so. What what vehicle was that? That's the seven hundred horsepower V eight oh. Dodge fifteen hundred, the TRX. Yep. Yep. Now, it came, I, I did not have, and I don't know whether it's because it's that truck, but I, I did not have any missing options at all. At all. That's None. Good. Now, that was yeah. Dodge. That's, I mean, you know, Mopar. Yeah. That's not, you know, GM. But, I, and I, I will say this, too. This is my thought. I could be wrong, but I'm, and I don't think I am. I think this comes down to who you are as a buyer, and like always, who do you know and where do you get put in line when it comes to some of that? If you're a known buyer and you've got some connections, you can pretty much get a vehicle fully equipped without any problems. If you're just, I'm sorry, Joe Schmo off the street, good luck. Mm-hmm. And I'm being honest. That's just how it is right now. What about the brokers? Like, 
Brown. Some of them have some clout. It really comes down to who they are. Some of those guys have a little bit of clout, and if they buy enough vehicles and have a good enough relationship with someone, they may be able to get you something. Again, this is going to come down to not only the company but the person there that you're actually speaking to and how well they get treated by the dealer they normally deal with. And and never in the history – well, never – it's this is like going back in time. At one time in the car world, it was very much this way. At all, who did you know? You know, you know. After the war, for example, when they didn't produce vehicles for a number of years and they started producing vehicles, the same situation happened then. To where it really depended upon who you knew, what kind of a relationship did you have, and so on. And we're really back to that again in the auto world, Dan. Which for the longest time, it came down to what dealer is there that does the most volume, and they're going to get those vehicles first. It's not that way right now. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. For the first uh, time, it's not that way that I can remember. Right. Yeah. Uh, on the debit card thing, I'm with you. Uh, I don't have any. I don't want any. One night, 1030 at night, I'm in an airport. Uh, side of me is a couple with two little kids. It's 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. And the guy is picking up a rental car. I was going to say, let me guess. They're at the rental car counter. Yep. Yep. And they hand a debit card, and they said, I'm sorry, we don't accept debit card. Yep. He goes, I don't have a credit card. Sorry, cannot rent to you. Yep. It's 1030 at night. Yep. And, uh, you know, Last time I went down to see up. my brother before he passed away down in Houston, I was at the rental car counter down there, and uh, same exact situation. There was a couple there. They were trying to rent a car. They only had a debit card, and they just they flat would not rent to them. This was Avis. They would not rent to them, period. Exactly. So I, I've, 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 I've never experienced it myself because I, like you, don't use one. But I, I have been there at the counter, and we were talking in the first hour about the differences between – actually, all the way back to Fix-It Radio, we were talking about debit card versus credit card, the protections of, and so on. For a lot of you listening, that's where that conversation came from. And I, I like Dan, I, I'm just not a debit card user. Not going to be against the guys that do, Dan, but personally, no. it doesn't work for me. Yeah, nor me. Have a good weekend. You do the appreciate same, it. Dan. I appreciate it. Now, really quick as well, something else to think about on the debit versus credit card. When renting a rental car like that, a lot of the credit cards, I don't know about the debit cards, but a lot of credit cards will give you even added insurance protection yes. when you rent that car against all sorts of things, damage, theft, you name it. So read the fine print on what your credit card covers. I, I did read mine, by the way. And my particular card, uh, not not giving a uh, uh, an ad here, but I have a Southwest card, and my particular card does protect me in addition to my own insurance company when it comes to renting a car. Another reason why uh, I'm not a debit card user, I'm a credit card user, and I don't know if or what a debit card allows you to do when it comes to that, and if there's any protection. On that, I, and I think, by the way, as when it comes, my opinion on debit cards comes down to who your issuing bank is, what credit card company they are aligned with, and what agreement those two have come up with for you as a customer. That's my gut feeling. Where credit cards, it's a pretty blanket. Yeah, they're all competing with one another, and it's pretty close to one another on that. So, uh, Tom in Lone Tree, you're next. Yeah, how old a vehicle do I have to get before you the the information that's stored and can be downloaded to insurance companies and whatnot when they plug it into the diagnostic stuff. I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm following you because at this point. Okay, well, 
Well, you know, like you know, you, you plug your you plug your diagnostic tool into your car into your dash, and it gives you all the information you need to know. It's my understanding that that information also stores information that if you're in an accident just prior to that accident, you know, if you were braking, well, had bla- we've had black boxes on cars for a long time now. I don't yeah. know that you'll, uh, you know, we've had OBD two since '95. And we've been have basically storing that sort of information, if you would, and it gets, it, you know, it gets better and better every year. But even all the way back to where the Toyotas had the floor mat issue and they had the driveway and there were supposedly accidents because people couldn't, you know, get them to turn back down. And it supposedly it was a runaway right. engine thing. As it turned out, it ended up being a floor mat stuck on the gas pedal is what it ended up being. And they started proving that by, to your point, Tom, the black boxes that were in those cars. They've been there for a long time. No idea when they first started. Eh? I'm guessing back in the mid-90s, most likely, which means every vehicle, for the most part, on the road today has one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. I was just thinking, it, it, I've had some 80s that didn't have it. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back to the 80s, they won't have it. I mean, it, I, probably prior to 95, you're, you're going to have less yeah. information prior to 95. The problem is, yeah. for a lot of you listening, is that, you know, while that's a great idea, the older the vehicle gets, good luck on finding the things to keep it running on a regular basis as well. That, that becomes a whole other challenge. Yeah, I found that as well, too. So. <laughs> in, in fact, Tom, I will tell you that as a vehicle even gets to be 10 to 15 years of age, which now in our era ends up being 20, 2010 model year even, 20, you know, 2005 to, 2000, to the 2010 model year, even those are getting dicey. So, I mean, we're, we're a long way from 95. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've got a 2000 uh, Toyota, but it thinks it's, it's pretty good for that yet. But my, my 40-year-old Mercedes is just too hard to find parts for Yes, and, yep. and, and again, it depends on the vehicle. I mean, for example, a 40-year-old Chevy versus a 40-year-old Mercedes, probably easier to find parts for the Chevy than the Mercedes. It just depends on the vehicle and what you're trying to do. But yep. that's your point. If you want to get out of a vehicle without a black box in it, you got to get pretty old. Yep. Well, I'm old, so I, what the heck. Yep. Okay, thank you. No, great question. Okay. By the way, I don't know that I've ever been asked that question. I think well, that's the first one for me. The other side of that is, is it takes the factory to get that information out. Yes, that that's not something that the aftermarket, you know, your shop, even your dealership is not able to download that information. Yep. That's only there, to, to his point, to Tom's point a moment ago, if you have an accident and they want to really go in and delve into what happened prior to that, and, and I'll just say this. It doesn't happen in every accident. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking, you know, the extreme cases where there's a lot of, of variance and they don't know exactly what happened and there's no eyewitnesses and so on. You know, or the Toyota situations where they were trying to figure out what's going on with the actual accelerator pedal. Yeah, they started delving into black boxes and things at that time. Is it something they do on a daily basis? No. No. Unless if, if you're an insurance person and you know otherwise – Please let me know, but typically that's not something they're plugging in and checking on a routine basis. I'm going to guess it's going to be law enforcement that has more of a pull on that than anything else. Law enforcement, the you know NHTSB, yeah. um, the manufacturers themselves, yeah. if they're trying to delve into a particular accident, something they might be getting sued over. Yeah. Uh, you know, their litigation, they're liable to pull some of that information. Yep. But outside of that, they're probably not interested too much yep. in it. Then, no offense, they got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So. Anyways, we'll be back. If you got any call or any questions or calls, uh, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Text line is also open, 
200-8222-307-200-8222. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call absolute electrical heating and air. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, and Larry Unger. And really quick... Wanted to mention, when it comes to buying cars, and Jeff and I were just talking about this during the break, used cars, if there's ever a time, sorry, rental car companies, but if there's ever a time not to buy a rental car that's up for sale, it's now. Yep. I would run as far away from any rental car company trying to sell a car right now as you possibly can. A, they're going to have a ton of miles. Yep. In, In that world, by the way, it's a ton of miles. B... They are not doing the maintenance on these vehicles they should be. And C, they are just punched daily. So I, I would, I, you couldn't give me a rental car right now, period. I don't want to own one. I don't want to see one. Uh, so if there's one for sale and, and you're looking at one, run. Do not buy an ex-rental car. Aaron and Golden, you're next. Hello, Hello? Aaron. Oh, sorry. No, you right. cut out there. You're right. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So uh, does anybody know how to align a truck anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have sorry. that conversation quite often with with uh, some of my clients because uh, some do, some don't. It, you know, the, the problem, as you know, Aaron, is there's a lot of shops out there that they go buy the equipment. They put a young kid, and I'm not trying to be mean to young kids, but they'll put a young kid in, and they have them run the machine, and they can get everything set in the green, quote-unquote, but that doesn't mean the vehicle is aligned, especially when it comes to trucks. And and I'm talking a brand-new truck from the factory. I mean, really, the dealer, I mean, if that truck's not working properly coming out of the dealership's lot, and it's still under warranty. The dealer has equipment. They should be able to set it to make it work. Yeah, well, so I got a new Ram 3500 single wheel okay. earlier in the year, 
And I didn't notice it right away, but I, I took a, when I first got the truck, I took a road trip to a couple of customers out in Kansas and Texas. And, and I kind of thought the pole to the right was, it was windy at the time. And then after getting back to Denver and, and kind of driving it around some here, I, I realized that it's just always like that. Mm-hmm. Once I drove on the opposite side of the road, then it would mm-hmm. drive straight. Yep. So I took it back to the dealer there on 85 and they did a warranty uh, alignment. Okay. And uh, it, it looks to me that basic, so the, the caster from the factory was was pretty good. I mean, it's on the high side, but in a what, what like readings that, does it have? Uh, if you can read so, me right left and tell me what they actually are, and, and do camber as well. So give me camber and caster settings both. So, so right right caster was six point six degrees. Okay. Uh, left caster was six point three degrees. Okay. Right camber was point five degrees, and left camber was point two degrees. Um, what what we need to do and what they need to do. And I don't remember on that 30 and I own plenty of these. I should know this, but I don't remember how you adjust casters. Fine. I I would not mess with caster on that one at all. They're, they're fine. What's happening is the can the camber on the left needs to be higher than the camber on the right. And it's opposite. Yep. Yeah. Those numbers need almost reversed to make it drive correctly. Yeah. And and so it looks to me basically so so before there was point two or point there was point three degrees of cross caster, and uh, so it looks to me all they did was rotate the axle. So what they did was they rotated it down to four point eight degrees of caster on the right and four point six degrees of caster on the left, and reduced the cross caster, increased the cross camber. And it still drives the same, yeah. but their notes in the work order said uh, that they they drove it down the road and it follows the crown of the road correctly. Yeah, they're 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 and what they're <laughs> what they're not wanting to do is my gut feeling is that's going to require a special ball joint to get that camber where it needs to be, and that's something yeah, that you're, a, they're probably going to have to fight the you know fight Ram on the warranty side to get done. Uh huh. Okay. So that that was my question. Would you go back to them and fight them and get them yes. to do a real alignment on it? Yes, I would make them adjust the camber where it's supposed to be. And I, frankly, I don't remember what specs are supposed to be on that truck, but I'm thinking that that original specs that it was at, I would have left it there. I would not have done what they did. Yeah, when I when I looked at it, when I left and looked at it, I'm like, well, why? I mean, why would you even bother doing anything? Yeah, I, I would have left it. The, Why would you the, bother doing what they what they did? Yeah, that it, caster setting that it had originally was better than it is now. Exa- yeah, exactly. For that, that truck and what you're doing with it, it right. is. Right. And what yep. you're trying to get accomplished, it is. I mean, if right. anything, they could lower that caster on the left side a little bit. So what I, if it were me, I'd lower the caster on the but, left a little bit, put it down to like six one, six to six one. I'd, I want a half a degree more you, on the right than the can, left is what I want. And then you, I want the opposite adjust, on camber. Right. Can you adjust the caster on that on that setup with one side? Well, they did. So, yes. Well, no, they adjusted. They brought both of them down. Yeah, but they can do the just one amount. side. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sorry. My point was they they did both sides. They could have done just the left and left the right side alone. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't know how the, if the... Oh, yeah, no, they're independent of each other, so yes, they sure can. Yes. That front axle, if that front axle just has the cam bolts in the lower A-arms or if they can 
adjust uh, the uh, like in the ball joint if they can. Adjust. No, that on those they're like adjusting on, on the caster. They're adjusting the arms. The camber yeah. is going to be in the ball joint. Right. Yeah. Okay. So and I don't remember said, on that one how they do how the how, how they do that one. And they again they they know all of this. The biggest issue there is getting RAM to pay for it. Yeah. And, not, and this is not right. a dealer issue, by the way. They're 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 running this through, and they're going to have to get most likely special approval from a zone manager to do what's needed to get this truck aligned properly because their regular codes are not going to fly. Gotcha. That's what's yeah. happening. Okay. As a warranty clerk um, that worked in a dealer for a number of years uh, back in my youth, but it hasn't changed any. Trust me, this is not a dealer issue. This is them getting approval from their zone rep to go ahead and do the extra dollars that need spent to get this handled. Sure. Because it's going to yeah, be big, it's bigger dollars. This is not a simple adjustment and let it go. This is this is more money. Right. Yep. How bad um, does I, it pull? I mean, I, you got to turn the steering wheel left basically all the time yeah, otherwise sucks. you end up on the shoulder yeah that's no fun so yeah i yeah, yeah. i would have that fixed that would drive me nuts i couldn't yeah. do that and in no I offense know. that's yeah. a you know eighty thousand dollar truck so yeah it needs fixed <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, it needs fixed so, so, sorry we're not driving a twenty thousand dollar pickup truck this needs fixed i'm sorry it just does right no. if there was a twenty thousand dollar truck with three hundred thousand miles i wouldn't worry so much about it <laughs> Well, even my old uh, my old O four Ram that's got that kind of miles on it and about that kind of money drives better than yours, so it needs to drive that way. Yeah, <laughs> right. As you know. Hey, so uh, speaking of a uh, speaking of an O four Dodge, I just picked up uh, an O four Dually. Oh, nice. Uh, six speed. Nice. Um, I'm, so I'm going through it, getting it uh, things fixed up that been neglected, and one of them's the parking brake wasn't working. Okay. On a manual transmission is kind of important. Yeah, that's important. Um, so I just I just pulled the hub off, and uh, it, it obviously needs uh, wheel seals in that. Would you get a seal from Napa or a, a Mopar? Seal? No, Napa's fine. Okay. And probably should do both while you're there. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, I just pulled the one side off. And I do believe they're going to have to put an offset ball joint in that upper. I just was looking it up while we were talking. I'm pretty sure okay. that. And that's partially where this comes into play because keep in mind, Mopar does not make one. So that's why this has to have some approvals ah. because they're going to have to go to the aftermarket to get a ball joint to fix this to make it drive right. That's why they've not done this yet. Trust me. Gotcha. Yeah. How come, how come they don't set up those axles like the Ford? That's a with, great uh, question. <laughs> And why don't they set them up with an offset ball joint to begin with? And here's why. Jeff and I were talking during the break. This is in general for automotive. If they can save $10 a truck out of the millions yep. they sell, Aaron, that's your answer. Yep. So so I have one more uh, uh, a trivia question for you, kind of. Sure. How, how long will uh, spark plugs last in a 2006 BMW 530XI, the six-cylinder how many miles do you think spark plugs or OEM spark plugs would run? Are those iridiums? I can't remember what what that came with an yeah, 06. Yeah, they are. Oh man, they'll go yeah, a long time. Um, they'll run seventy thousand plus pretty easily. One hundred eighty thousand. Jeez. I, I I bought it. I mean, I'm not shocked because those iridiums life. will run a very 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 long time. Well, you run good fuel, well, and that's you, right. They'll, they'll go one hundred eighty. They'll go one hundred eighty thousand until you burn the tip off. That is yeah. awesome. Good for you. 
Well, it, that was, I mean, not my, not, not. Now, now really to, quick, just... just to maybe make life a little easier on your end, and I know this maybe isn't what we want to do because it sort of sucks, but what you may want to do is you can buy those adjustable ball joints for like 160 bucks or so. And what you uh-huh. may do to try to get this pushed through a little faster and with a little less grief is just bring those with you and say, listen, I know this is a big deal, and I know that you've got to get special you know, approval to do this and so on and so forth, but what if I just handed you these offset ball joints so you could get my camber set properly? Would that make this go faster? Sure. And you know and, what? For 156 so bucks, I'd probably do that, Aaron. Yeah, right. Uh, I agree. So what... So with uh, point point two degrees of camber on the left, you'd want that to be like negative point two degrees. No, I'd want the right side to be lower. So maybe put the right side down oh. to zero or point two, and put the left up to a half. Gotcha. I don't want negative. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't wear tires so well like when you point, do that. Yeah, sure. So point five on the left and point two on the right. The, yeah, or even I mean, a little more. Like you could even point, go 0.6 and 0.2 or half and zero. Yeah. I mean, however you want to do it. And once they get adjustable so joints, they can do whatever they want to. Okay. Honestly, it makes it easy. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep, sounds good. All right, Aaron. Well, appreciate it very much. Any other thing on that, just email me. Love to help you. I'm over in your area anyway, so that's easy. Uh, Ron in Franktown, hang tight. We'll come right back. You got a question on diesel values. That's a great question and one that'll take me more than a minute to answer. So we'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right, since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... 
And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740, or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees. Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate, but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees, Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it very much. Ron in Franktown, you're next. Hello. Hello, Ron. Yeah. Hey, I've got a curiosity question. I, I've got, uh, I'm kind of a Dodge Diesel nut. Okay. And I've got two of them that I've just, uh, I bought both of them new. <clears throat> One was a 98 um, 12-valve. Okay. Uh, with, <clears throat> it's got the quad cab in it. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the other one's a 2005. 2005 has 40,000 miles, and the 98 has 130, I believe, right, okay. right at 130. <clears throat> Both are immaculate. They would detail out, you know, just mm-hmm. like new. And all of a sudden, I, I was thinking I have no need for two trucks, basically. And uh, But I've been keeping them forever. Um and the 98 at one time was, oh, maybe worth 10, 12. Uh, 
and all of a sudden on Craigslist, I looked, and there was four or five of them for over 20. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. I don't think. I've got the same truck. We've had the same conversation on whether we're going to try to keep it or sell it. They're listed at that, Ron. I doubt very seriously if that 98 is selling for that kind of money. I think they're asking for that, hoping they're going to get that kind of money. I think that truck is, and I'm just being straight up honest, and by the way, I would buy both trucks. If you get ready to sell them, I've got guys I know that will buy those trucks. If you're ready to sell them, email me. We'll figure it out, and I'll help you sell them or buy them or do whatever. But I'm guessing the 98's probably in the 15 range realistically. Really? Even that is... Surprising. Yeah, it's better than the 10, but I, yeah, I think if it's that clean, it, w- it would pretty much bring that. Um, the 05, I mean, I've got an 04 that's a similar truck, got more miles on it than yours, and I know those values as well. Yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> that, that's been surprising, too. Yeah, they're not coming down any either, by the way. No, <clears throat> and I kind of understand why, but I didn't understand the, <clears throat> the 98, um, you know, other than people just fishing. Yeah, the the well the ninety. You know, keep in mind the reason why both of those have become more popular is the emissions end of things. Neither one of those trucks has anything on them. Uh, the weak link, of course, in those trucks, as you know, is the transmissions. But those can be you know dealt with. I did in mine. Um, so you know, mine's been all upgraded and, and all of that. And as you know, I mean, both those trucks are half a million mile trucks when it's all said and done. Yep. Minus oh, yeah. the transmission. Right. Yeah. Uh, the ninety eight is a five speed. By the way, so. Yeah. Oh, it's a, oh, so it's a manual. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a manual. And <clears throat> manual five speed. Yeah, I don't think I'm off in my in my price on that one. What is it? An automatic in the O five? Yes, it's an automatic. And is it a is it a quad cab or what's it? Yeah, it's it's a um, quad cab. Yeah, they call them a quad, I think, then too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean they're they're both um they're both bringing uh, good dollars now i think what you have to look at just like the rest of us is the timing you know when do you sell them when's it bringing the most the most money are they going to start coming down in value as time goes by i wish i had a crystal ball to answer all of that ron i think both of them are going to stay you know fairly strong for a while the 05 probably more so than the the 98 but but i think you know on the same token i think that 98 is probably going to be in that 15k range for a while now Unbelievable. So, well, yeah, I'm I'm uh, getting kind of old and lazy. I didn't want to go to the <clears throat> work of detailing it out. Well, and like I say, if you yeah. don't let me know, I mean, I'd be happy to come out and look at them. I've got more than enough people always asking for where those are at. I can move both those trucks for you in a heartbeat. Not a problem. Just let me know what you want to do, and I'll help you do it. I'll keep that in mind. That's a very easy one. Those are two easy ones. I can easily help you do. Thank you very much. Very easy. Ron, thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate that. And, yeah, those are easy ones to take care of. Uh, Lyle in Littleton, you're next. Hey, John. Long time no see. How are you? Yeah, you and Jeff. Pretty good. Pretty good. I was out of commission yep. there for a little while, but I'm back in the well, Michigan. thank you. Again, so. Thank you. Yeah. I've got a you – know, I'm looking for the uh, electric fuel pump. I want to convert one of my old galaxies to uh, electric. Okay. And uh, – Get rid of the, the mechanical fuel pump issue. They run for quite a while, but when they go out, they're, they're a hassle to get in there and, you know, replace. Mm-hmm. So uh, you talked about Napa having one, um, and I went to the one on West Bellevue, and I gave them the information I remembered, and they didn't have a clue. They said, we don't have that. So it was, was it a Carter brand? Uh, Carter makes it. It's a P60430. Is the part number? Yep, yep, 
Yep. And Napa still yeah. sells them because I still buy them. Yeah, well, they they gave me that fog in the in the yep. in the glasses look, you know. Really. But, which is not not surprising nowadays. Some you know some the counter people. So I'm going to have to go back and push the issue a little, a little bit. Well, more. or maybe find I don't know maybe find their exact number. Or I hate to say this because I really don't want you buying it elsewhere, but you can buy that exact same pump and part number on Amazon. Sorry, you can If if Napa's not going to help you, that's where you're going to go buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm just surprised because I had them look, you know, in the in the. In they're they're forty dollars on Amazon. So. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything, yeah. anything away from Napa, but you've already been there, so sorry, Napa. When you go, you try and all that, and they're not helping you. There's your answer. Yeah, that's that's an inline. Is that was that a plastic or metal? No, pad? it's a it's a metal rotary pump. Even comes with the metal filter right in right in you know front of it, so that you're keeping the pump nice and clean, and it's all a kit, and it's. It's uh, if you're on Prime, it's free delivery Monday. Yeah. Okay. How about the noise? The operation. You won't hear it. That, uh, good. That's, You'll never hear it. That I've seen it. They sound like woodpeckers. Yeah. No. That that's yeah. the that's the pump. You know. That's that's not a rotary pump. That's a piston pump. You hear and yeah. You don't want to use one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks. I just I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Napa couldn't help you, but there's your answer, Lyle. Yep. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it, and you can use that exact part number and plug it in, and it'll come right up. Bob and Golden, what's up, sir? Hey, John. How are you, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Just got back from uh, European uh, R&R. And, uh, nice. Good for you. Have you ever driven back in Germany? Or, I have not. And, uh, Italy? You need to. <laughs> well, before you die. <laughs> okay. Uh, we took we took a, a family member who's a quite quite a professional driver with us, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I had to acknowledge that it's not I am past the stage of life where I can do the kind of driving that occurs back there. So okay, but yeah, definitely a lot of fun. We and I, we we had set up to go to the Lamborghini facility. Uh, but they had shut down the assembly line when we were there, so we just was able to see things in the museum. And some of the cars that are coming online, uh, hybrids and uh, electric, um, and you see them bodied with a, with a Lamborghini body, and you see a price sticker of approaching $3 million. Wow. Uh, it's it's definitely interesting. Wow. Yeah, That's I, incredible. Yeah. So, anyway, it's uh, I highly recommend it. To anyone who likes cars, um, we didn't do the Ferrari plant. They were operational, but we just did, didn't work out for us to do it. But as I say, it's uh, it's a different side of Italy than, than I expected to see when we were there. In Germany, Germany, I knew what to expect, but you know, the, the Autobahn is the Autobahn, and mm-hmm. that was that was a little exciting, but from a different from a different standpoint. Um, it's random stuff is the way the program the show's gone today. I figured what the heck. Yeah, we've been uh, all over the yeah. map, so yeah, you're fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. The other comment is, I used to buy and supply vehicles to an, to a uh, a uh, authorizing group here in Colorado that trains the uh, auto adjusters, and we would we would we would just get two vehicles for each setup. One was the target. One was the bullet. Uh, the bullet was the smaller, smaller of the two vehicles, and this guy would fly in. He's a stuntman from L.A., 
and uh, he would come in. He'd put on his uh, uh, ballistic vest and everything, and then right before the uh, he hit, he plowed in, he t-boned the other vehicle. He raised his hands, and you know, airbags would go off. But that was years ago, and that was in response to the one conversation you had with the gentleman. Um, we had the computer, you know, they were downloading immediately after right. each crash right. the uh, the data. And I was fascinated because, like you said, it's not something that's that data process isn't at that time. And this was probably 10, 12 years ago because I did it for a few years and then they moved on. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, if you didn't know how to do it, you wouldn't know, A, that the data was available mm-hmm. and B, how to get to it. So. But it was fascinating to watch. But anyway, yes. Yeah, that to me, you know, that's one, Bob. And you're, you know, you know way more about this than even I do because you've been involved in much more of that than I have. But frankly, not not a huge concern of mine when it comes to what I'm driving. That probably is that's at the bottom of my list as far as what the black box is doing. Absolutely. And if you've ever been, you know, if you've ever had the misfortune of going through a trial on an auto injury, you know, auto accident related thing. That's not going to. I mean, in my life experience and professional no, experience, no, that's not going to come up. No, only time that's coming up is if you've got some sort of, like Jeff was saying, a big, you know, recall type thing, or you know, the manufacturer's trying to investigate something, or you know, something really weird and strange. The average person, it's just never going to come into play. Yeah, it's it's a negotiating tactic before you go to trial. Correct. Yeah, that, it, in my life experience, that's how we categorize it. Correct. Anyway. Great way of saying it. Take care, sir. Hey, and you too, Bob. Appreciate mm-hmm. you very much. Thanks for calling and all the information. Bob sends me a lot of things off air, which I'm very, very thankful for as well. And a lot of you do, by the way, so I appreciate that. We will be back. Got a full another segment coming your way. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? 
Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it very much. Soren in Fort Collins. What's going on, Soren? Oh, well, I got a question of the day that maybe you could use next All right, week let's hear or it. something. Let's hear it. What is, the, what is the ugliest new car? Ugliest new car. You know what? I will take that. And right now I have one that is very ugly. Let's hear it. The new Jeep Wagoneer. Yeah, I'm not. I, I that's one I'm trying to get to where I either I, I I can't figure out if I like it or don't. It's it's to me, Soren, and maybe you feel the same way. To me, it's too, almost too retro. I guess. I mean, it looks old, but it's new. It looks way too weird, just like the Tesla. Yeah, can't I? I can't again. I can't argue with you on that one. I, that's one that I'm not. I'm not really fond of yet. Yeah. Okay. I you know what? I'll throw that in for next week. Okay. All thank right, Soren. Thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. So that that'll be next week's question of the day. I'll throw that in, and we'll do that next week. So appreciate that very much. Uh, we got a couple lines open. We can still answer some calls here before we uh, end the program today. Three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. Several of you, by the way have sent me the updates or the articles, I guess you could say, on the Colorado Towing Company owner. I think his name is Randy Milan. He is auctioning off a collection of 325 classic cars. And no, these are not showroom-conditioned cars. These are cars that I think have been sitting in a field. I don't think they've even been sitting inside. Uh, Several of them are... um, Probably rare cars that are going to bring good money, even though they need a complete restoration. This thing has been basically, you know, all over the news. Uh, I've learned about it from my dad and uncle over well over a month ago, I want to say, and it has now made it onto Fox News and some other places. Uh, the auction, I believe, is being ran by. I'm looking because I should have known this. I'm, I apologize. I, sh- I had this uh, earlier. Uh, it's being run by a company here locally, I want to say. I Oh, here he goes. It's, it's Vanderbrink Auctions. Vanderbrink Auctions. V-A-N-D-E-R. 
B-R-I-N-K, Vanderbrink Auctions. That's who's running it. There is an article, though, out on Fox News and other places. If you just look up, you know, Colorado tow truck company owner, blah, blah, blah. And there's a ton of, like, 58 Impalas and things along those lines. And, I mean, I'm looking at the picture. I mean, there's, like, one whole row of 58 Impalas. The downside is these are all vehicles that will need, uh, I mean, a lot of work. Um there's one picture of a 59 Chevy Impala convertible, no motor, no transmission. Could be worth a lot of money if fully restored, but somebody's going to have to fully restore the vehicle. So, Mike and Parker, you're next. What's going on, Mike? Hi, guys. Hope all is well. Doing great. Thanks you know, for asking. I have a 1996 Nissan pickup. We've had it since it was new, and all of a sudden it's starting to flood. It's got fuel injection, and... Uh, once in a while, if it you know it, it runs good, then if all of a sudden I kill the engine or something, uh, pulling up in a driveway or up a hill, I can't get it started again, and it just flo- it's just flooded. Okay. It's not throwing any codes at all. Yeah, and that goes back to our conversation we had earlier, where the '96s were not as intelligent as they are today. Really, even by the time they got to 2000, they were much more intelligent yeah. by then. So there was a lot of things that could be going on that. It may not actually have the light turned on, but it may still be a problem. That's where somebody that understands Nissans, and Extreme does out in your area, by the way. That's kind of their specialty. Yep. Have them you know, look at it and see exactly what's going on with a good scan tool. Okay, great, great. Okay. As long as that, they're, they're, uh, they're very reputable. They can help you with that for call. sure. Yep. Call them. Tell, them you, you. tell them you listen to us. They'll take care of you. I will. All right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it very much. Dennis and Aurora. Go ahead, Dennis. Okay, I have two HHRs. One of them has set long enough that the battery went dead. Okay. You can't use the clicker to open the door. You can't use the key anyway, and there's only one key lock on, on the vehicle. I need to get under the hood, and the release is in the car. I can't get in the car. So is there some way that electrically you can get to it to charge the battery again? And the trunk, is, the battery's in the in the back of the car under the floor. I'm not. I'm looking it up. I'm not familiar with that car on how that one opens. Okay. Yeah. Now, what I did was I took and put a pigtail on the solenoid, and I looked in the manual, and it looked to me like the wiring would reverse. Yes, it would. That would be that you could do that on a Chevy. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, and... I, although I never, I, I just tried to jump it, and it didn't, it didn't do anything. And I, I haven't put it on the charger to find out. And everything I'm reading, by the way, you're doing that exactly the way you have to do it on that vehicle, to charge it up enough to get it to open. So you actually jump it off of the solenoid? Yes, off the, ba- off the starter down below. Yeah. Yes, How you are correct. I'm 80 years old, and... I've been messing with cars, but I'm not like you guys. <laughs> that well, and that may be one where you get you know somebody that's a little more. And I get it. I mean, I I'm not your age, and I still don't want to car around and do all that stuff. But you may have to find somebody a little more limber to do that. But if you well, can get underneath not, there, even with a you know blanket or a cardboard or whatever, and do that, Dennis, that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah, I've already put the pigtail on. Oh, there you go. You're in good shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just do that. Charge it. Once you get a little bit of battery voltage in it, it should open, and then you can put it, you know, then you can do it correctly and do it that way. 
okay, then what I would you... do from that point forward, Dennis, just knowing this is the situation, put a little pigtail off the battery in the future that runs out through the grill or something, you can kind of hide, or if you need to plug into that yeah. again, you could. Okay, now, I can do, yeah, that, because the battery is in the back, but you, you do have that jump post yes, under the hood. that's right. Yeah. I would run it off of that and just kind of run it out through the hood or something. That'd or be out a, the back. You can do either way if you wanted that'd to. That'd be a good one to put a battery tender on. Yes, and have a, that was going to be my next comment, so Jeff stole my thunder there. So, yes, put a tender on it. Yeah. And okay, if, well, if, guys, I appreciate what you No, guys thank do. you, Dennis. You're very welcome. Go ahead, Jeff. You want to finish up there? If uh, you buy a battery tender and you've got a lead-acid battery, you want to make if it if they sit for a long period of time. You want to make sure it's got the pulse circuit in it, and what that what that pulse circuit does is it helps keeps the plates from sulfating. Yeah, and back to the battery tender in and of itself. I I like sort of the mid grade tender. I guess yep. you could say they make one where it's just plugs right into the outlet itself. Mm-hmm. I. I personally tend to... Uh, the bigger one? Yeah, I like the little bit larger one. I think it's a little more sophisticated, maybe, is a better way to say that. I think it's got a little more brains in it to do some of the things it's that you said. It's got Jeff a float cycle in it, and yeah. it also has that sulfate cycle in it. And knock on wood, I've never had an issue with them being dead when you use that. Yep. So that's a, that's a good way to do it. Which, for a lot of you, as we really quick uh, end the show here today, got about a minute or minute, but two minutes left. As you start to put your vehicles away for storage, misconceptions are, oh, I'm going to run it down as much as I can on fuel, and then I'll just let it sit there through the rest of the winter, and I'll put some treatment in it. No, no, no. Fill it up. Mm -hmm. If it's a vehicle that has a vented cap, it's even more important to do this. The ones that are are non-vented where it's a closed system, yeah, you still want to fill it up, but they're not near as as prone to having bad gas in in the springtime as a vented system would be. So either way... Put the BG supercharge in it according to how many gallons are in the tank. Fill the tank up. Top it off. We want to get as much air out of there as we possibly can. Put your BG supercharge in to treat that fuel. It'll last all winter. No problem. And then back to Jeff's point a moment ago about the battery tender. Yes. I mean, one or two things. Either unhook the battery. But better yet, just put a maintainer on it. They're not that expensive. Uh, Napa sells them. You could pick one up, put a maintainer on it, have that maintainer on it all the time if you would. Uh, even when you're not driving it, even in the summertime, isn't going to hurt anything at all. It just keeps those batteries up and fresh and, frankly, will save you money and time on the battery cost versus the tender. What I'm saying is the tender will pay for itself. And they make great Christmas presents. Oh, good idea. <laughs> And and really, folks, we're not talking about a lot of money. You can no. buy a really solid battery tender for fifty bucks or less. Oh yeah, they're not that much. A good one. You don't have to spend a hundred plus dollars on a battery tender. Just go go find one. A lot of times they're on sale. Uh, and I will just give you a, you know a tidbit. You can find them on sale at Napa. They're in their Real Deals catalog at times, or at times, not always, but certain times of the year, Costco will sell the battery tenders on sale. Mm-hmm. They don't always have them, but it's worth going down the automotive aisle and looking. Now, the tender that Costco sells, I frankly like and use. I've bought them from Napa. I've bought them from them. Whatever works for you, I realize right now everybody's looking at saving money. The thing about the tender, again, is you put that on the battery, and to Jeff's point, you do it correctly, you'll save money on the battery itself over time because you will not be putting batteries in them as often. So in yep. the end, the tender will actually save you money when it's all said and done. So. All right, with that, we're going to get out of here. Jeff Kitty, 
helping us out today. I appreciate it very much. Which, by the way, if you ever have a question on transmissions or anything along those lines, text me. I'll get those answered. I've always got Jeff to to help me out on that if I need it. Larry Unger, of course, answering phones. Thank him very much. And, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer for the day. Sportsman of Colorado is coming up next, so don't turn that dial. Keep it right here. This has been Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.